0: And the spirit of Heraclitus, begin to increase on tonight. God, allow us to prophesy, Oh God, and begin to shift. It begins to tonight. I'm going to leave this to end. This in the hands of the prophet on tonight. so shake, None other, amen, on tonight. The fire started on tonight. Amen. One of our, our podcast team, podcasts, Amen prophetess, Dr. Glenda Lang on tonight, out of man in South Carolina. Amen. She's a mighty woman of God. I came out of her. Amen. The amen of a prophet. Amen. Thank God on tonight. Amen. As I begin to release this platform, Father, we are releasing a platform that we every, every platform that will be heard on tonight through the radio, through Anchor, through Overcast, through Google Podcast, through podcast to Spotify and then radio public and then we're releasing right now over past FM over those platforms and then that are being released every time, every week and then we thank you, oh God, on tonight. Hallelujah. Even on our website, and our personal website, amen. Hallelujah. We've the opportunity to download and replay and download and replay. Amen. these words of the word God been deposited into the soul of the men and women, amen. But I'm all over the country, amen. And we thank you, oh God, that he gave us a gift, amen. Hallelujah. To release it into the atmosphere, amen. I'm getting ready to release you another other tonight, amen. Hallelujah. The woman of the hour, amen. Prophetess Glenda Lang on tonight. God bless you. Well, God bless you. Well, praise God. Thank God for being here tonight, saints, and I thank you for the time and the season we're in. Um, we're going to ask you, first of all, I'll give you a few minutes to get a piece of pa- paper and a pencil so you can write notes or you can put the scriptures down and go back and um, read them again. It's very important that our Bible is our basic instructions before leaving earth. The Bible represents basic instructions before leaving earth. So get one pencil and a piece of paper so you can write the scriptures down and go back and uh read them again. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, bow then. We're going to bow our heads. Father, um, we thank you for the word tonight. We thank you for opening any door. We thank you, God, if there's even just one listener, God, we thank you, God, that we're doing what you called us to do. Father, hide us behind the cross. That we can't be seen by you. Hide us so we know that it's God, hide us so that we're not speaking of our own, but we're speaking um, by the Holy Ghost and fire. We bind the adversary every now, every, every devil at every level. We bind everything that thinks it uh to come against it broadcast in the name of Jesus. We thank you now, God. For in this time of need, God, the people need a savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. All right. First of all I want you to turn to uh the book of John one and then I'm gonna lead you from there. I was praying again and God told me because there's so such, such turmoil, such um Situations going along in the world today, um, that I'm going to deal with um, some issues, the issues of our heart tonight, um, that how we have to trust him. and the first scripture we want to go to is John fourteen and one, John fourteen and one. I'm going to read two scriptures. It says, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would not have told you. So God is hearing our pain, God is hearing our agony, even in 2020. Even though this Bible was written many, many, many years ago, God is dealing with his people um, because of the things that are going around us. Okay, we know that we are in treacherous times, it talks about in Timothy, that we're in diverse times. And so because we are humans... Um, our insides are, ripped, our outsides are, is our flesh. Uh, but our insides are inward man that we, we get trouble. We wonder, we think, because we're human beings. I can't say that's not anybody at any time have not been worried or wondering about what's going on, but those that believe God and those that knew His Word know there is a soon coming King. Amen. So we have to understand that God loves us, and he will provide for us. God will protect us in every situation. Now let's turn to the same chapter, 14 and verse 27. First John 14 and 27. And that says here, Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Now, I don't believe that God would tell us again in the same chapter The same thing, if he were not going to be recognized that some people are worried. Some people are worried because they may not get another paycheck. Some people were worried because they don't have a job. Some people are worried because they have children to feed. Some people are worried. But here um, Christ writes in this word thousands of years ago, let not your heart be troubled. Because he knew down the line, okay, that we would come across various things in our lives that would trouble us. For example, when the children of Israel were out in the desert and they were uh back up against the wall and they began to worry about what are we going to do now, what are we going to do. But God was right there. So he's the same God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Peace sometimes is not easy to handle, especially when things like this is happening not just in this state or this country, but, uh, but this world, okay? Because when people don't recognize or have a relationship with Christ, the first thing they do is worry. And some of those that are in Christ, they tend to worry. But here, God is reminding John in the book of John 14, let not your heart be troubled. So God's speaking this to tell you, get, let not your heart be troubled. Individually, let not be, be troubled, whether you're working with covert 19 patients or whether you don't have a job or whether you don't have any money or put gas in your car. The Bible says this, let not your heart be troubled. Okay. Then he goes down to twenty seven and repeats it again. He says, But he says, peace I leave with you. So God's saying, I'm leaving peace with you. Remember, in fact, he comes again, he talked about having giving us a comforter. So when I leave this thing with you, I leave my peace. You don't have to worry. I'm leaving your peace from heaven. I'm leaving peace. Your peace from the body that was tattered and beaten uh, uh, from the cross i'm leaving this peace in the confusion. I leave my peace with you, not as the world says so, because the world doesn't understand peace. the world understands confusion peace the world uh, understands chaos in fact, uh, sometimes chaos. Creates the enemy to be happy because you don't know what you're saying. You don't know what you're doing. You don't understand. All you do is you're walking in confusion because you're trying to lean on your own understanding. But the word says, lean not to what your own understanding, but in all things, acknowledge him. Okay? And he will direct your path. So, From when he starts and saying, let not your heart be troubled, he's saying to you, listen here, I'm going to direct your path. Stop worrying. I'm going to direct your path. For if one falls, okay, or 10,000 falls, I'm going to still be right there with you. For when the disease or when the trouble comes, I'm going to direct your path. Nothing happens except God allows. And when we recognize that as believers in Christ, that we are who God says we are. Yes, we're going to be troubled. Yes, we're going to be a little confused. Yes, because the human part of us, the outward man, but the inner man that trusts God. The inner man that knows who Christ is, that inner man that that relies on his source, will tell us to let not your hearts. Now, this heart he's talking about is not about a physical heart. The heart that goes in the chest and goes, boom, 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 boom. He's not talking about that heart. But he's talking about the heart of God, that when we're connected divinely to the inspiration of Christ, that heart we have to hold on to, no matter what we see, no matter what we hear, no matter what we think. And a lot of us sometimes, even when we go to bed at night, we have to pray, God, cover us in our dreams, because we will get in a state of being worried or confused because the body is shut down, but the mind is still wondering, what are we going to do? But because Christ died on a cross for us, because died so we might have the right to the tree of life, because Jesus died, he knew us before our mama met our dad. But God loves us no matter what's happening. We are in the book of John, 14th chapter. I started out in the first verse. It says, let not be your heart be troubled. And now I'm on the same uh, chapter, verse 27 says, peace I leave with you. So Christ is saying, even though I'm no longer on the earth, I leave you my peace. He says, don't worry. One of my favorite ringtones I actually downloaded the other week was, don't worry, be happy. We can't get so worried, okay? And sometimes we don't let, we don't want to let people know we're worried. Well yes, if we're in this mortal body, at some point we will worry because of our nature to worry. But the cause comes and says to us, I leave my peace. So he ain't talking about your peace. He's saying, but I'm leaving my peace with you. Your peace may not be eternal, but my peace is eternal. So I say again, leave not to your own understanding. He said, but I leave my peace. The same peace that spoke peace into the universe, the same peace peace that spoke to Joshua, the same peace that talked to Elijah on the mountain, the same peace oh, go on and on and on with, with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. God says, I'm leaving you my peace, the peace of God that I give unto you. Not what the world says, what the world thinks. What the world might even want to imagine. But I'm leaving you my peace. My peace. My peace. My peace will cover me. My peace will cover you. My peace will hold you. My peace won't keep you worried. My, pe- It's Jesus' peace. You have to realize. It is not the world's peace. But God is giving the peace. That he gives you. When you give your life to Christ. Now. The only way you don't get that peace is because you have not given your life to Christ. You're not born again. And you're not filled with the Holy Ghost. But this peace is the eternal peace that God has promised you once you give your life to my peace. I leave with you. No matter what happens, the peace of God will cover you. The peace of God can hold you. The peace of God will will just cover you in every situation. That's the same peace when you don't have any money and you're praying and God comes along and somebody will hand you some money. It's the same peace. But now God's dealing with us with the COVID-19 and, and hundreds and thousands. I think the number right now in this country of the United States is over 150,000 people are dead since the beginning of the year. That's not considering the other countries. But in all this devastation, in all this death, And all this destruction and all this cutting off of checks and all these situations, God has promised us in this scripture. He says, I leave you my peace. So don't worry about nobody else's peace. Don't worry about what you don't have. So you're not depending on your peace. But he's promised you. He's giving you what? His peace. He says, My peace, I give. Jesus says, I'm giving it to you. Okay? Not as the world gives. Okay? The world can't understand this kind of peace. Our families can't understand this kind of peace. Children can't understand this kind of peace. But he says, I'm giving this to you. Not as the world the sinners, the unbe- unborn, the unsaved, the unloved. He said, But I'm giving you his peace. And then he turned again. He says, This. He says, Not let your heart be troubled. Don't let your heart be troubled. And you say, Preacher, how can I not worry about? Um, certain things, even if you don't say it out loud, you know in your heart. But sometimes it comes a place in, in our lives when we really have to trust God. Trust not about um, 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 just thinking on him and it instantly happens. But it's a it's a series of trusting him. For example. Let's go, let's think about, um, it says in, in Babylon when the, the when uh, Nebuchadnezzar decided he was going to want everybody to, buy, to bow down to him. But when the children of his, uh, the guys, the three guys, Shadrach and Meshach, came to him and let him know, no, I'm not going to bow down. I only serve the true and living king. And the king, because he was king and everybody had to do what he said, he got so angry, he decreed that those three young men go into the fire. But I like it. He said, he says, but you know what? Even if my God doesn't deliver me, he's able. So he marched them into uh, the flame of fire. In fact, it said so much so that, that the jailers, Uh, When they pushed them in the, in the fire that they were killed. So we have to learn to trust that God of fire. That God of peace. The God of the, the true God that takes care of all of us. You don't understand who we love. We, we serve Jesus Christ. We serve the same one that spoke and bro- and 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 speak the whole world into existence and when he did that he did not just speak the earth into existence he spoke Every star, every stratosphere, every hemisphere, everything under the earth, everything above the earth. We serve the same God. We serve the same God of Abraham that look up and said, Abraham, look up in the sky and see how many stars you are. That's how many, how many descendants you will have. We serve that same God. So we have no need to fret we have no need to worry have no need to be concerned and could not sleep and we don't know what's going to happen what you going to do we got to learn to get into our scriptures and trust him and and remind him what his word says jesus said in his word he said put me in remembrance of my word so you tell god god you said in your word okay you shall provide all of my needs. You said we will, we will be not the tail, but we'll be the head. You have to remind God of what he says. Okay. And in the meantime, the more I begin to repeat those words in my heart, my spirit man begin to leap. My man, outward man, and my inward man begin to say, this is God's word. That I live by his word and have alone. Okay. Because Jesus lives. And because he said in his word, let not your heart be troubled. I don't care how many pandemics there are. I don't care how many people die. And not, I can't say I don't care. What I'm trying to tell you is that God knows each of us. He says to us, he says that I knew you before you were formed. In other words, where were you? I was in the bosom of God. And God decided who we were going to be born to. When we were going to be born. How we were going to be born. What country we were born in. Okay. And that same God will protect us and provide for us and keep us in a Perfect peace with our minds that stayed on us. But we have to learn to trust Him. Okay? Now, I want you to turn the Bibles to Psalms 91. God says Psalms 91. Psalms 91. Amen. God wants us to turn, Amen. To so Psalms 91. This particular verse, Psalms 91, was written by Moses when the children were in the um, in Israel, or they were in trouble, and they they were backed up on the back uh, on the on the water. And trying to ask, asking God, God, what do you want me to do? God, are you going to help me um, in this mess? God, I know you love me, but I'm in trouble now, okay? Because God knew what the children of Israel were going through. So you don't think that same God that trusted Moses would come to them, and he wouldn't come to us. So, again, this is Psalms 91. Okay. The children were in the desert, and they Moses began to talk to God. And he says this, he says, He that dwelleth in a secret place. So how do I get into God? You need to go into that secret place. Secret. That secret place in your heart where you can talk to God and God can talk to you. For he that dwell, that dwell means live in him. So now we need to be able to live in him, dwell in him, pray in him, thank him. We must be able to sit down in him and dwell in him and to settle ourselves in him to know that God will take care of us. So he says, he that dwelleth in the secret place. So when I'm worried, I need to go into him. I'm not going to be in a secret place where I worry and I think, and and I think. But he that dwelleth in the secret place. Where were your secret places? Some secret places in your room. Some places in your car when you pray. But where you can get into that place with God so you can talk to him, spend time with him, to sit down with him, to dwell in him, and remind him, God, that you love him and he loves you. That's what we need to be in that secret place. I remember when we were little, you know, our grandparents or parents would teach us how to get on our knees and to pray. So we have to learn to trust him and to know, God, now I need to get in that secret place with him, okay, so I can abide. I can live in and live under the shadow of the Almighty God. Can you imagine yourself being under a big, a big bird, let's say a big eagle? Imagine yourself a big, huge eagle and your arms, you're attached to under the arms of the Almighty. That you're under his protection. That nothing can hinder you, stop you, or block you. Why? Because now I'm in that secret place. I'm hidden under. The shadow of the Almighty. That when, have you ever seen a person that when the sun's going down and we change, uh, positions on the earth and sometimes there is shadow and sometimes there's not? Well, you know, you can't run away from a shadow because a shadow always follows you. Amen. So in this place, God says to us, That we will be and be under the shadow of the Almighty. The Almighty who? The Almighty God. The God more than enough. The one that died for us. The one raised from the cross. The one for us that would provide everything that we need. It says number two, and, and I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge and my fortress. So now man saying to himself that I will, I, I, I." I." The first connection with God was talking under the Almighty shadow. But now he says this, he says, "And I." OK, I, I will say of the Lord that He is my refuge and my fortress. He is my protection. He's my God. He's my leader. He will feed me. He will clothe me uh, under protection of the Almighty. My God, in Him will I trust. Well, while we're in our troubles and thinking on God saying, "Let not a heart be troubled," then we have to understand that we're standing and we're sitting and we're believing under the shadow of the Almighty. Not a person, not a man, not a TV show, not a a card show, not a lottery. He said, but under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge and my fortress and my God. You are my God and I will trust my God, my God. Verse 3 says this, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. So here, here's your word. God's saying to you, Surely I'm going to take care of you. Surely I'm going to make a way for you. Surely I might be a little worried, but you know what? The word says this, he says, surely, that means for sure, for sure, surely, he shall deliver thee. Surely, God will deliver us. Surely, no matter what we're going through, surely, he will deliver thee, hallelujah, from the snares. Anything sneaky, anything ungodly, anything not like God, surely, surely. The snares, okay, which are wicked, wicked men, wicked angels, wicked demons, will set before us. Surely, he will take care of us. So, since there's no reason for us to worry when the word himself says, and God wrote, allowed men to write this word that surely he will take care of us. Surely he will clothe us. Surely he will do whatever he needs to do in order to keep his word. Because the Bible tells us that God is not a man that he should lie. For if surely he says he will partake care of us, provide for us, love us unconditionally, he will not Life. Let not your heart be troubled, because God loves us, no matter what we're going through. Remember, the name, uh, a human being is not control of our lives, okay? Not a president, not a senator, not nobody. Jesus Christ. Christ himself died on a cross for us, and he's in control of us, nobody else. Because when we get so worried all the time, we cannot focus. When we get worried sometimes, again, we do things out of the ordinary. When we get worried, sometimes we don't read our Bible. Sometimes we get so worried because remember, the Bible says there's a war going on within our members. One part of you is says, "Oh, I love God," and the other one says, "Oh, I don't know what to do," because there's a warring in our members. Our spirits is fighting good and evil. Okay, but no man is in charge of our lives. No man is in control of our universe. No man can do anything except. Christ allows. When you have given your life to Christ, you are walking in His will, in His ways. No, we're not perfect, but now we are serving a new person. It's almost like moving from an old house and then moving into a new house. Okay. So in the new, when the old house I would do things and say things and go places because that was the old house. But once I've given my life to Christ, I now have the authority to move into a new house. So my new house now is trusting God. My new house believes God. My new house trusts him no matter how the, the outward man trust says But the outward man does not know Christ, but the inward man does. So that's why throughout the Bible, many of the people named were changed. Saul became Paul. And that represents this, that you are no longer the old man, but you are the new man. I do not serve the old man but I am now serving the new man. So I am no longer Saul that would kill and devastate and destroy people. But now we're walking with the new man. Okay. So we have to realize we've got to trust God. No matter what we're thinking, no matter how we feel, because the enemy smells fear. The enemy smells fear because fear, hallelujah, will make people afraid, okay? So don't let the enemy allow you to walk in fear or to even smell fear because fear, that fear will say, oh, I I, I don't know, oh, I, I don't know. No, the Bible says this, let not your heart be troubled. I don't care what you're going through on your job. I don't care what tomorrow is going to bring. No matter what happens, we walk in faith and not in fear. We walk in faith of God and not in fear. And for those who do not know Christ as a personal Savior, I can tell you what, it's a good time to get there. Okay. This is a time that we must know Christ for ourselves. This is a time that we must recognize that tomorrow is not promised. This is a time to hold on. Uh, The scripture says, hold on to the horns of the altar. And what that really means is sometimes we feel like we're being slipped away. But when you hold on to dear life, Okay, knowing that Christ is coming back for us, that when we give our life to Christ, we are no longer the old man but the new man. And we have to trust and believe that whatever the word says, it is so. This is not about you making decision about what you want to believe and what you don't want to believe. No, from the beginning of the book and the end of the book, every scripture was written under the inspiration and the power of the Holy Spirit. Everything is in here is from the Holy Ghost itself. So we don't have to worry about those things. Just trust God. No matter what happening. Trust God. Car broke down? Trust God. Children act crazy? Trust God. No money? Trust God. Because he said he will never leave us or forsake us. How do we know that? He says it. I'll never leave you. So that means even after we leave this body and the body is planted in the ground, Jesus has promised us that he would never, ever, ever leave us, what, and forsake us. So you've got, you got a triple whammy there. He says he will never leave us or forsake us even until the end of the earth. Now, next thought is this. Because of all these things that are happening, it's a good time. That we do a self check a self check um on who you are self check on am i saved? self check do i need to repent self check am i am i what um people say what i am and it's not what people say but um what are you per- portraying and what people see in you so are you really saying When we grew up in church, God would always tell us, Lord, Lord, save us all over again. Because you don't know sometimes what you you might have said in something. And, And even God hears our thoughts. We might have even thought something that was not godly. And so we have to check ourselves to make sure that we are in the will of God. Because we know that Christ is soon to come. You say, people say, "How do you know that?" Because of the signs. The signs come, whether it's the weather, whether it's the hurricanes, whether it's the tsunami, whether it's COVID-19. Um, there's never been a time in generations these things have not happened. So these are signs of the of time. Now, now let's go to Romans. Um, um, ten. I'm gonna read maybe two more scriptures. So this is our self-check moment. Our self-check moment. Romans ten and nine. My caption under here says, "How to receive God's righteousness." That if thou shall confess with thy Thy mouth. So it says, if you confess with your mouth. So if there's anybody on the line, this is your way. You get there. For if thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God hath let set, um, raised Him from the dead, thou shall be saved amen so if you don't know whether you're saved or not if there's a doubt in your heart or whether you've said something in in the day that you could have regretted or even thought of you don't have to worry about what you say your thoughts even deadly so we can go back and repent and get our lives together with christ because we don't know um What tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know whether this is our last night on earth. We don't know if this is our last prayer. So we have to know who we are and whose we are. We have to trust him and believe. Know that he's God. And no matter what's happening on the earth today, God is with us. Because he said in his word that he will never leave us. Forsake us even on the ends of the earth, and if you need to repent and give your life to Christ again, we'll go to the scripture one more time. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt be believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Amen. So again, if thou have confessed it and believe it, and you confess it, the Lord Jesus Christ. And those that are worried, confused, going through things in a life, again, this decade here came in with the bang. But we know that God promised us to protect us and guide us. Don't worry about whether, oh, I'm going to die tomorrow, this and the other. Let me tell you what. God is control of our life. And you know what? He's in control even in us, even in death. He knows what he's doing. He knows what's happening. But this is a time to check ourselves, to know our relationship with Christ. Maybe we, some of us need to pray more often. Maybe some of us need to fast more often. Maybe may, maybe some of us need to have a closer walk with God. We don't know. But I want you to know that Jesus loves all of us. God will take care of all of us. God says he will provide all of us. For let not your heart be troubled. And if your heart becomes troubled, he said in his word, Peace. I leave with you. Again, peace, men and women of God. I leave with you. I didn't leave this earth and did not leave your peace. So that's the enemy. But the Holy Ghost lets us know that God said in his word that I will leave peace with you. A peace that will pass all understanding. All understanding. Hallelujah. So again, God bless y'all. I want you to know that God loves you, everybody. Y'all hold on to God's unchanging hand. Know that even he says in his word um, um, in Romans, It says, that who shall separate us? So don't let nobody separate you. In fact, nobody can. Nobody will. Okay? It says, but who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? Hallelujah. Or distress? Or persecution? Or famine? Or nakedness? Nah. As it is written, for thy sake. We are killed all the day long, but we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than a conqueror through him, hallelujah, that loves us. And then Paul says this. He says, I am persuaded. I know it without a shadow of a doubt. I am persuaded. That neither death, ah, there it is, nor life, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come shall separate us. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall is able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, nothing can separate us. Nothing can stop us. Nothing can block us. Of course, the enemy is going to try, but all he does is sells his little tickets. Okay? This is what his words say. He said, Trust in the Lord. Okay? Okay? But it's written that we're killed all day long. He said, But nothing. Nothing. For I am persuaded. That neither life nor death nor principality nor power nor anything present or things to come. So that even though the enemy might come, okay, they can't do nothing. Even the things that are come tomorrow, God says, I've already persuaded it that nothing can harm you, hurt you, stop you, block you, because I've said it in my word. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. So that means that something might come up tomorrow. Yes, that's what he says. He says this. He says, Things to come shall separate us from the love of God. So even though it looks like things are getting terrible, When you call yourself the name of Jesus, and you're trusting and you're believing in him, and you are walking in his will, nothing shall separate us from God. Why? Because what he said, let not your heart be troubled. So if I trust you, I don't worry about it. And if then he turns around and says, uh, same chapter, he talks about, I leave my peace. You you have the peace of God. You have the peace of Jehovah. You have peace of Elohim. You have the God of more than enough. You have his peace. And he gave it to you. You can't do nothing. They can't do nothing. Because God says, I'm leaving my peace with you. No peace. Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you, God, that you taught us tonight to let not our hearts be troubled. And we know, God, sometimes it's hard. But once we get into the spirit realm, we can fly like an eagle. And we thank you, God, you taught us again tonight that peace is with us at all times. Sometimes we don't feel your peace, God, but you've encouraged us tonight and let us know that he left peace with us. When Christ himself left this physical earth, he left peace with us. So we have no reason to be worried. And then he said to us that that neither left or death or life. Because, again, you are letting us know the power that you have bestowed upon us. We thank you, God, for hiding us behind the cross tonight that we can receive this word. We thank you, God, we're not doing this because of form or fashion. But, Jesus, we need you tonight, and we tell you thank you. We thank you, God, God, that we kind of most shot. We plead the blood of Jesus of everybody on this line. We plead the blood of Jesus over our minds, our bodies, and our spirits. And we speak the anointing like never before. We thank you, God. We speak the peace of God in us, around us, and through us. We thank you now, and we take authority over demonic forces. We come against every force uh, above the earth, in the earth, and below the earth. We thank you now in advance, God. And we take it by force that we need what we need to have in our lives. In Jesus' mighty, illustrious name. God, we plead the blood, God. We kid the blood, Hayabosha, over our, our families on the line. We thank you now. God, we speak a blessing and a healing of us on the line tonight, God. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that we're blood-bought and blood-anointed. We thank you, God, that again, that we're blood-bought and blood-anointed, that the blood of Jesus permeates us from the crown of our heads, from the bottom of our feet, that the blood of Jesus surrounds us, that the blood of Jesus is mounted in our inward man, God, in the name of Jesus. So we thank you, God, that the holy angels will keep us in perfect peace, that a mind that stayed on you. We thank you, God, for your peace that you left with us in the name of Jesus. Ha God, we thank you, we adore you, we magnify you, for you are king of glory and mighty in battle, and we thank you for the peace that you left us tonight on this place. Amen and amen. Amen. Now, if there's anyone on the line... Uh, I'll take it off. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Thank, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. Does uh, anybody on the line want to make any comments? Does um, anybody want um, prayer request? Um, um, anything like that? Um, you can speak now. Um, uh, anything like that?
1: Mother, mother, mother Lane. If you can find me um, referring to you as Mother Lane. Um, yes, yep. Lane. Yes. I think you are magnificent. It wasn't just I may have been the only person registered online but there was also a group of people listening to you over the loudspeaker.
0: Ah, bah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And um
1: mm. thank you Lord. kudos and as I always tell um, my members I say we all May be on a different radio, but on the same frequency with God. So you gave the exact same message that I gave on yesterday. Hallelujah! You have a message. um, Hallelujah! Inspired not only the uh, few dozen of people that just heard you speak, but my yes,
0: yes. Thank you, Lord. It
1: has also encouraged my heart and my mind to know that my message was not in vain. To know that the older was able to yes. just uh, take that covenant of God that I felt yes. in my heart and just yes. go in and reiterate it all over again, yes. all over yes. again, and you yes. can yes. never hear it too much um, or too late. So I thank you for just that word, that encouraging word that you gave um, as I was listening and as we all were listening so um, mm-hmm. I want to thank you and just encourage you for being the woman that you are in God. Um, thank the you, Father, God. That you are all by yourself doing thank all you. the things that God has ordained you to do. And I thank I, you, I of you, you. I really. Thank you, Lord.
0: Um, thank you, Lord. Let me tell you one thing, God. When God sends a word, he gives a corporate word. He gives a corporate word. In other words, it might be over here somewhere and somewhere over there. But sometimes they you say, "Oh, I just heard that somewhere, Why? Because that's what God wants on the earth night for His people, you know, and when He gives us that word, we just just repeat it over and over again, and that's how the same word can be out at the same time because God releases a corporate word even from the preachers, yes, He does for us, and this at a time like this, we just thank God for it. you, encourage me um." and that we know that we know that whatever God allows me to speak, um, like I said, I just do this because I love God. It's not about anything else, um, because in these last days, this is what we need. We need a person, uh, somebody that has a word, a direct word from God to speak to his people at this time, with this covert 19, with the food stamps, with all these things around us, But we know that we know God has promised that he shall provide all of our needs. And so we're standing on his word, not just on my word, but we're standing on his word that he promised it. And because he said it, he's going to do it. Amen. Amen. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you, class, for listening. Amen. <laughs> Man, thank you. No problem. No problem. Okay. Okay. Everybody. And just send me a prayer request. Amen. If y'all want to contact our podcast team throughout the week, call us. Um, you can um, shoot us a text at one six three six four two two zero three four four. Amen. I'm going to give you a nice message hmm. right now. Um, on Tuesday night, it's in God's Word, Prophet at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> On Wednesday night is our very own uh, my covering. Amen. Chief Apostle Rodney Tate. Amen. Amen. A po- a amen. The Amen. The powerful man that God. Amen. I am so grateful. Amen. And on Thursday night, Amen. My mother. Amen. The the fire starter. Amen. That you heard tonight with Prophet to Lane, Amen. And now it's Easter Standard time. Amen. Sunday morning. Amen. Your study. Amen. Apostle Dr. Yel Robinson on Sunday morning, man. And to, uh, mm-hmm. Sunday night, so to be a guest speaker. Amen. To be now, so we never know who's gonna speak <laughs> throughout the week. So we turn in the week. Amen. We uh the gospel is spreading wildfire across uh, internationally amen. and. Other countries right now, um, because we are access to our uh, um, not just the website, the different um, the different platforms that we are on. We are actually on nine other platforms, and we on our own personal website. People uh, have to access uh, to, to download and to, and to hear it over and over again. Amen. And we thank God for the technology that's on us. Amen. In this season, He is giving us up throughout the season, and um. I'm just, we're just forever grateful. We're forever grateful for what he is doing. And for those, you know, who want to be a guest, amen, or a guest speaker, amen, you feel free. Amen. Just, uh, shoot me a text, um, and shoot us, uh, all of us a uh, text. You can shoot us uh, a area code, Amen. Text number. Send your prayer request. You can put your name or put the person there to pray in earnestly for. Amen. Definitely, uh, we're, we're, touch, you know, touching upon agreement with you guys. Amen. Throughout the week. Amen. So we just thank God for what He is doing. I thank God for everybody tuning in here. As much as um, they some people are on because they're at jobs or at the hospital, or whatever. But we give God glory for them listening.
1: Amen. And that's a blessing. And
0: then they took time out of it. to listen, that's an awesome thing. Um we are heard, amen. We have new uh status. In, um, more, we have four more cities in Germany that are listening. We have two oh more Ireland that are listening. Um, oh! West Africa, they are listening. Um and Look at South God. America, and Brazil, thank um, you. and a few other countries in South America are listening. So, trust me, it's not going in vain. Amen. So we thank God for what, what He's doing. So we have extended as far beyond the conference lines. Amen allow us to put the podcast together like since two thousand I think eleven and then God it expanded to a network. So we just thank God for what he's doing. Um if anybody um would like to just a share a word of and a comment uh, before we close out or just give us a per, a name or a prayer request whatever, we'll just introduce yourself or your ministry. Um yes. that will be you know that awesome, um that you uh, will be able to come in. Um and then we'll be able to support you as well. Amen. Throughout the week, Amen. I'm just releasing it right now. If anybody like to say anything, um, uh, if um, and I'll be over them, pray for my nephew, Amen. Um uh, and uh, and pray for them for um, my baby over there in Kissimmee, Amen. He's been going in and out the hospital, you know, with the sick cells. So I want y'all to keep him in prayer, Amen. Okay, my sister, uh, Camilla, Amen that the sister has to give her in uh, Kissimmee, guys. Amen. And she's on the line. For she's, you know, she's trying to have the family, which is the first ministry of a ministry of family. So I thank God for standing on tonight. I thank God for, I think it's uh, Miss Um uh, uh, God bless you, woman of God. God bless you on tonight. Amen. And also, amen, A um, Jay, we thank you, honey but I will to in, and then I see a couple of other people coming in. So we just thank God for what you're doing. Um, Jill, and Deion, um, she's called in from her job, but she had a family because yeah. she works in the facility. So we just give God glory uh, for what he is doing in this season. And I pray that every word, everything that went through tonight did not drop to the ground on tonight. And I pray that it was an enrichment. More years, so amen. some energizer or extra little, you know, a, a little in more energy, amen. A little joke, amen, to keep us going throughout the week. So just say, amen. Always keep, um, like I said, keep, keep the podcast keep in prayer constantly because we're in a war, amen, throughout the week, amen. And, and we're constantly getting calls from people, amen, that are speaking after prayer, amen, in, um, throughout the week. And um, also, Amen. Through the power of Amen. I don't want to go to Amen. We just thank God for Him. Amen. Uh, taking the time out on every Wednesday night, even to to help me with the uh, podcast team schedule throughout the week, so we just give God's glory. Amen. So I'm going to get ready to stop talking, so I'm get ready to on to you, so we can close it out one tonight. God okay. Rest, okay. Um, Father, we thank you for the Word, and we thank you for the opportunities. We thank you, God, that we're reaching people around the world. Um, and let them know that we love Jesus. Um, and let the sweet sweet communion of the Holy Ghost uh uh rest, rule, and abide with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Good night, Saint. Amen. Amen. Right. Good night. God bless you, yeah. and
1: thank you for coming in
0: tonight, the ELR aparthetic God bless you.